Did you know that it is Asian American Pacific Islanders Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Carden, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meath. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native, Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. I love fast cars, but there aren't a ton of high-performance EVs. They're certainly out here there. But when I when I get a chance to get behind the wheel of one, it's I love it. And I was blown away by the Kia EV6 GT. When you get behind the wheel of the Kia, it, it is literally like being in a state-of-the-art rocket ship, but also comfortable. The thing goes from zero to 60 in 3.4 seconds. It is the premium driving experience. And of course, it's an EV. So the climate thanks you. SiriusXM provides access to over 165 channels in the vehicle. Music, sports, news, comedy, yacht rock. Let's go. Little, little steely Dan going in your Kia. Come on now. So check it out today. It is the all-electric Kia EV6 GT. I had a blast checking it out. Believe me, you should do it yourself via kia.com slash EV6. To learn more, that is kia.com slash EV6. Kia, movement that inspires. Oh, don't get me started now. If you were a superhero, your name would be the Chiseler. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Literally. Uh, I'm happy to spend time with you again, as always. Tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, the fantastically talented and hilarious and quite good looking, I'm going to give it up, James Marsden is with us. There's a lot to unpack. This one does not disappoint for a number of of reasons. Um, By the way, don't forget to watch him in Jury Doty on Freevee on Amazon. Um, it is streaming now. He's super funny in it, as he is in almost everything. So let's get cracking. Uh, dude, are are you ready for this? Because I want to have a battle of the cheekbones, and I plan to win. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about this. I I pl- I, uh, I plan to lose. Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, know. Believe me, I know. I'm out kicking my coverage here. I know who I'm chatting with. I don't know. I, I I'll come at you with the cheekbones. You'll come at me with the jawline. Uh sure. And, and, yeah, and yeah. people will just have to pull us apart. Listen, I know. Uh, I know the fights to pick, and this is not <laughs> one that I want to pick. <laughs> where am I finding oh, you? Are, are you yeah. in LA? What, where are you these days? I am in LA. Uh, I was in Europe the last couple of weeks, kind of gallivanting around, uh, some time off, just came back, got in Saturday, so I'm back, back. Where back do you like LA. to go in Europe? Yeah. Where's your spot? Do you have a happy place? You know, I don't, I don't really, I just have sad places in Europe. I just go to when I really feel like being sad and crying. Sad tour? I go to, 
Uh, sad tour of Europe. You're hitting like the Bois de Boulogne in, in Paris to cry in the woods. And then you're like at Morrison's grave know? and shit like that. Is that your, is that your jam? That is, you go that to, is. to Montreux to see where smoke on the water, where they burn that hotel down in that song. All that shit. Uh, I, don't, I don't know anything you're saying. Come on. You know the song <laughs> Smoke on the Water. From, of, of course. My, uh, it's about a hotel no, burning no, down up there. Like, come on. Smoke on the water. Yeah. Fire bom, in the bom, sky. Bom, bom. That was the first, the first guitar riff I ever learned on guitar. Me too. <laughs> really? I think it's a, we're, we're probably <laughs> Same not age. the only one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I was, I was in the South of France mm. for a little bit, which new thing for me. And then I went to, I was filming in Germany, this sort of ancestry thing where you explore your genealogy through food and in Germany for a week. And then I was uh, in Paris for a couple of days. So I did the, I did a, um, it's called, it, it was called, I think it's still on. Who do you think you are? Ancestry. Mm-hmm. Lisa Kudrow's, she created the show. Right. And it yep. sent me to, I ended up in Germany because it turns out that's for my family. I was there too, doing my ancestry. Well, where, oh, are we, did you find out that we're related? Because we, that's what they told me. We, we might be related, bro. <laughs> I mean, we're talking cheekbones and, and jawlines. And, Come on. Uh, where, where, did, uh, where did it take you? I was in, where did, well, I, I guess I can't really talk about it yet because we don't want to give away, but I mean, I, I don't know. Is that a secret? Dude, mine was, I, uh, mine was sick. I, I found out, and, and you know, the way they do it is this elaborately laid out piece by piece thing, but like just cutting to the chase of it. Um, yeah. my six time, six generation grandfather was in, w- who was born in Fürstenhagen, Germany. And then when we went there, mine too. No, can you imagine? <laughs> so I, I believed it. You had me going. Okay. <laughs> um, and like you go to the church and you can see that family record back to the 1600s. But yeah. anyway, he's 18 wow. and he gets conscripted as a Hessian soldier and ends up in New York Harbor in July, 1776 to fight against George Washington. Oh my goodness gracious. Yes. And, that's, uh, that, that's, I know that 1776 from the musical Hamilton. That's, that's, that's how I'm familiar with it. <laughs> <laughs> you got big on the U.S. history, but something's, something was going on in 1776. Know, what was right? it again? Oh, Hamilton started in 1776. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and the, and the United States so did you learn any, um, can you give me a hint about some of the crazy? Well, it, it wasn't, um, uh, so I thought my, so my mother, it was all on my mother's side yeah, and same. I thought the, the, um, the majority was from my mother's father. Turns out a lot of what we were exploring was on my mother's mother's side, which I didn't know she had German on her side, but I think it was due to the excellent record keeping that the Germans kept. I mean, you said 1600, 1600. Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, <clears throat> that's, that's really, really far back. We went back to 1820. Was as far back as we went, but it was it was my my mother's five times great grandfather and great yeah yeah. Um, well, now have uh, you done? Would, have you also done like the twenty three and Me thing? I have, yeah, I have. I, I my worry about twenty three and Me is immediately I'm going to be embroiled in some kind of mass killing that a relative did. Of course, I was too naive before I signed up. I was. I was like, I want to know if I, you know, if I'm related to George Washington yeah. or whoever. Yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, or, but, um, but yeah, I, I remember doing it and telling some friends. They were like, you know, you just sold your spit to a giant corporation, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I, don't, I don't care. What are they going to find out? But yeah, I think more. 
I'm more worried you're about the database yeah, now. discovering that. Yes, you're the database and you're going to discover some history that's not going to be so fun. Yeah. But uh, so far, it's been pretty clean. The thing, the only thing that I got out of it um, was that I, that, that, that I have like really gnarly Viking uh, oh, blood okay. and history in it. Right. I don't know what well, that means. Did that, but, surpri- did that surprise you? Yeah, because I knew about Germany and I knew about all of that in like okay. like you know Welsh and, but I, I didn't mm-hmm. know that I had, Vi- I like I might be related to a scars. I might be the lost scars guard. <laughs> <laughs> but now don't go jumping shit from us Germans now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, wow, that's because you know I'm, um, I'm already an honorary. Thinking. I'm an honorary Baldwin. You are. I am. I'm an in, on, I'm an in, honorary in, Baldwin. I'm an honorary Fonda. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was uh, Jane and Peter. Yeah. Made me an honorary in what way? How, how, they just uh, made me an. They felt that 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 okay. I was a kindred spirits and that um and, okay. and if I I'm not saying I shouldn't say this myself because it sounds so self-aggrandizing, but they said that that they <laughs> remind that I reminded them of their father. Ah, okay. Which is pretty well, sick. I, I think we all we all wish that uh our our fathers were <laughs> that uh you remind me of my father and i think everyone's like that that's what we want our fathers to be like we think of you we think of yeah um, or henry not to not to min- not to minimize the uh compliment the um the compliment yeah but um but yeah so the, that's cool so that's fonda, cool. Oh, fonda honorary fonda fonda baldwin that was from okay. uh, um from alec I got bestowed, okay. but now Skarsgård, now okay. that I'm a, you know, cause there's so many fucking Skarsgårds, yeah. I can't keep them straight. I don't know that we know for sure how many there are. We don't. Are there four? Are there four? There's a uh, Gustav, uh, there's, uh, Alexander, there's well, Billy. Is he the one who, uh, is on the, the, the it movies? Can I get the, uh, see, I, I had, I used to have a, an amazing staff that worked on this, but I've fired them now and it's all AI. Can I get, um, oh. Can we get Good AI move. on this right now and see how many scars go? Oh, there it is. Alexander, Bill, Gustav, mm-hmm. Walter. Walter. Okay, that was the fourth that I did not know of. It keeps growing. I remember when there was just one. I remember. It was just a couple of years ago. They're so good, all of them, too. And their father. Stellan. 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 Right. Skellen. Stellan's good. Yeah. Well, they're your brothers now. You're going to be the fifth. You're an the honorary Skarsgård. Scar- yeah, Viking blood. <laughs> <laughs> I figured, That's great. I figured as much. Um, were you? Wait, I saw that you were at the Monaco Grand Prix. Was that on this last trip you were there? It was. It was. What was that like? I'd, is uh, it is as sick as I think it is? It's pretty great. I mean, it's steeped in history, and if you're into racing at all, that's definitely a bucket list one to, to check yeah. out. Logistically, it's a nightmare because right? it's. It's a street race through the streets of Monaco, yeah. and you have to kind of essentially you to get there by helicopter or by boat. Right. Um, and um, it's a scene. You know, it's all the yachts are kind of parked out front. And you're, if you're lucky enough to be on one, you can maybe catch a couple of cars going by. Um, but you rarely get to see the cars that much because it's just, you know, it's, a, it's through the streets. But you can hear them. There are uh, engines sort of echoing through the. Yeah, it's it's a it's a vibe. It's definitely a, a fun. I've been once before. I took my my sixteen year old son at the time. This was two thousand seventeen or something. It's a great story. I because um, he he and I both are into racing and we uh, we go gas karting uh, uh, occasionally sure. out in Fontana. Yep, like high high power one twenty five cc two stroke kind of like you know wow. pr- like preparing you for formula racing. Wow. Um. So we were into it, and he'd never been. 
um, to a race before. I took him to Monaco. He was 16. 16, you can have a beverage in, in Monaco. And Saturday night before the race, we were out with some friends and we were there with a, a guest company and they took us out to dinner and whatever. And, and um, my son had a couple of glasses of champagne for the first time and not the first time in his life, but <laughs> to the degree where he had it, I guess, out, out in public at restaurants legally. And the, I was there as a guest of Mercedes and Lewis, I, I knew him at the time. I still, yeah, still know him, but uh, it was through this watch company that we worked for. They got us uh, grid passes to walk the grid oh, right before the cars take off, whoa. right? Which was uh, to get a grid a pass. Grid pass. Monica was like gold, gold dust. Yeah. Like you just don't get them. My son was so hungover the next morning that he couldn't get on a boat to come to the brace. So, and I said, well, you could, do, I, you could just give the pass to someone else. And I said, well, it's got his face on it. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so he came all the way to Monaco, went to qualifying on Saturday, but missed the race and missed the grid walk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. a grid, but not, <laughs> but dude, you had a grid pass. Yeah, it's it, it's uh. So there's, I mean, like if you can you can imagine like a, an event like this where it's just everybody just passes for everything, and the ultimate is to get the grid pass where you can you can walk literally around the cars right as they're parked after their formation lap. They they're they're sitting there parked, getting ready to race, and then you you walk off the track, and then two minutes later they're racing. So you're wow. out there with the drivers. I think it's fun. It's very exciting. So you got you got good good um people behind you got mercedes behind you got a watch what's the watch i'm i'm very i'm i'm finding myself very into the watch game all of a sudden oh you're getting you're getting into that all the time yeah i had a very Uh, i had a very expensive weekend in vegas this weekend and uh i bought my first ap and it was ah very nice yeah did you get a royal oak i got i got the the royal oak concept oh the whole it's it's a a brand new watch it's only been out for four weeks there's only well, now there's only one in the United States, other than mine. Good lord, that's that's a serious piece. I, I right went, there. I went down, and, I went down swinging. I did. I went down swinging. Right. Well, if you get the right ones, you're not really. No, you're not losing any money. No. I mean, like these things, it, it's all about getting them, right? Like you're lucky to be able to get one. That's right. And if you and if you can, you just hang on to it. And that sounds like quite the heirloom piece for you. Yeah, it was. Sick. Um, AP. Yeah, I don't really have one of those in my collection. I'm an IWC. I, I was. I worked with IWC. Oh yeah. And, and they're a sponsor of Mercedes for the races. So that's how I'm. We would go to these uh, watch conventions in Geneva once a year, and um, this is pre-COVID, and it was me and a couple of other actors and and Lewis who had not blown up and into stratospheric levels yet this is by so the way all, for, for the non-racing aficionados it's lewis hamilton the greatest driver lewis hamilton probably one of right. one of them of all time and certainly the greatest right well, now right right it's uh yeah he's definitely one of, one of the legends as far as his, his win count and all that so yeah so well, uh, let me ask you that. wait a minute, are you, bro how hard are you gonna fight to be in this f1 movie uh right yes the joe kaczynski brad pitt Thing. Listen, yeah, this is this know. is a I mean, like, this is a pet sister special right here. This yeah. is a this is I mean, you know, it's it's time for them yeah. to pay the piper, I think. I might have uh my days of being behind a, a Formula One car probably are in my rearview mirror. Yeah. We're just too old. Um, See, I, but, uh, I, I keep thinking I'm younger well, yeah. than I am, and I'm like, wait, no, bro, they 
You're not playing a fighter. You're not playing any of those things. Those are for kids. You're but an old look man. At you. There's a reason why you. I would get confused <laughs> as well. I mean, I don't. I, I. I'm happy with how I look. And I. I if I looked in the mirror every morning and, and I saw what you see, I'd be like, ah, feels good to be 27, dude. You're James fucking Marsden. Um, don't come the, at me. <laughs> what's the What's the next What's the next prom movie? I can be the. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can be the. <laughs> yeah. I can be the king of the prom. I want to be in. Um, I want to be in twenty-eight be for those opportunities. Twenty-eight, twenty-eight dresses. The sequel. <laughs> um, do you know? Yeah. You and you did. I did the stand. Stephen King's the stand, and you did the stand. Yes. You who did. did you play in the new version? Yes. You play, played who? Uh, I pl- I played Stu Red. You played Stu. So you played the what? Yeah, who Garrett I played Stu? Oh, that's the yeah. part. That's the part. Yeah, it's it's it is, and uh, I mean, I was I was. Uh, I, yeah, I was excited to be a part of it. I love the book. And oh. Obviously, it's one of his. It's one of his greatest. And um, but uh, yeah, it it turned out all right. It turned out okay. I mean, it definitely for the for our purposes of I think it was seven or eight episodes. You know, obviously you can't put the whole book in there. But you did um, seven episodes. It was, it was, each episode is isn't how how long though is each episode? It's seven. Is it an hour? That's yeah. that's not a lot yeah. to do that book because when no when we did it, they were two hour episodes. We did right. I think we did six two-hour episodes oh you're kidding oh okay i thought you were just in two two hours no episodes, which no, no, no more no. more even more no no, no 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 it was it was an entire two-hour episode an entire week of programming on on, right. ABC, on abc i think it was back in the day yeah yeah um and i should know this but what role did you play I, oh wait you played um the uh the, the crazy um no, 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 no. You, did you play the blind? I, no, I uh, played. Yeah, I man. played the 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 non hearing, non speaking. Oh my god! Uh, Listen to me. Why, 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 the, why can't I think of the, my character's <laughs> name right now? Um, it was um. Oh boy, I'll think I'm of it. Blank. Nick Andros. Yes, Nick Andros. You played Nick. Yes. So you didn't speak through the whole thing. You signed and signed. Had to had to, le- had to learn all of had that. To learn to Gary Sinise, right? It was Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, Laura San Giacomo, um, uh, Ruby D, uh, who played Mother. We mm-hmm. we asked Whoopi to to play that part, and and she couldn't do it, so she did it for you oh. guys. However, twenty five years later, I did know that. I did know that. Yeah, she was. She told us about that on the set that she was supposed to. She was meant to be in yours, Mother Abigail. <laughs> Mother Abigail, and then this was like uh, late, late to the game, but but uh, part, happy that she was finally a part of it. Part yeah. she was born to play, for sure, absolutely. I wouldn't say I was born to play Stu Redman by any stretch, but she You're was definitely born to play that role. You also role. could have been like the cool rock and roll guy with his Fender <laughs> strapped over. That's his who back. I was. That's who I was thinking of. That you were playing that yeah, character. Yeah, what, what uh, character is that? That guy. It's 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 the, a machine, the garbage man or. What? No, no, that trash can the, man's the best. Like trash can, tra- trash can man. No, tra- Listen to me. Yeah, trash can man's the one who's like had his brain fried by radiation. That right, was Matt right. Frewer, otherwise known as Max okay. Headroom. Yeah, remember Max Headroom? Yeah, the, we're we're old, aren't we? Now, uh, uh, where are the uh, Max Headroom MTV MTV, MTV videos? Um, yeah, that was, we also have another, did we, I think we both played Kennedy. I was going to get we? to that. Cause here's, okay. So, oh, so, okay. Here, I was jumping. No, no, jump, no. We got to, so let's throw down with that. So I grew up <laughs> obsessed cause I, 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 cause he was killed right before I was born. 
So I think I came, literally came in and my parents were watching television together when, when, um, uh, when Jack Ruby shot Oswald. So I would have been like ready to pop out. So I feel like I was born with that energy because it was obviously yeah. a national trauma. And so I've always been obsessed with him and his presidency and everything mm -hmm. he did. And I always felt like maybe it's that I probably had a Kennedy in me at some point. And I'd kind of gotten to the age where it, it would make sense to play one of them. And I mm -hmm. was kind of going, is it ever going to happen? Is it ever going to happen? And I got sent, um, your version of it the, in the Butler. And I was like, maybe this is the one. And, and then I'll never forget this. Cause people go, do you carry grudges in your career? And I go, <laughs> I try not to. And for the most part, I really, really don't. But every once in a while. And because to me, me as a Kennedy is kind of a no brainer. Like you as a mm -hmm. Kennedy, it's like, it's kind of a no brainer. And I mean, for you, yes, I would argue that I'm a no brainer for a Kennedy. You're a no, you're a no brainer for a Kennedy for me. I think you're more of a, well, of, I think you're more of a Bobby. more of a Bobby. Yes. Right. I was going to say yeah. more of a Bobby, yes. especially at the time. Cause I think I was 41 yeah. when we did that, Yeah, which is well, not even, and I looked much younger than 41. So I feel like I was a bit young for that. Uh, agreed. I thought you were more of a Bobby, but <clears throat> it, my, but, but I'm like right there in the pocket and I'm like, this could be good. And, and Lee Daniels, and it's, you know, it's rare yeah. when you actually get, it's rare when you actually get feedback on a part and it's really rare when the feedback is honest. So I at least got to tip my hat to him on that. But the feedback from okay. Lee Daniels was, I don't see it. <laughs> so fast forward, <laughs> fast forward yeah. to, I play Kennedy. I get a Screen Actors Guild nomination for it. Right. Yeah. And it was all mm -hmm. I could do. You got a Globe nomination for yeah. it, didn't you? And I, it was all I could do to not email Lee and go, you see it now? <laughs> you see it now, maybe? <laughs> well, let me just say that you picked the right one, yeah. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, too, like, nothing against the butler, but but the... the the story was uh, the presidents were more peripheral characters. Exactly, right? it, it was. It wasn't. It was. It was the Butler story, right? And it was. And it was Oprah's story. And it was. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I and mean, it's the reason why I. I mean, I, I my the story of that was I was in New Orleans filming. Uh, I think it was this movie Two Guns with Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington. I was yeah. doing kind of a little supporting role yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah, and I was walking down the streets of, of New Orleans, and Lee Daniels stopped me. And he said, I see it. No, no, he said, <laughs> no, he didn't say that. He said, hey, what are you doing in town? I said, uh, uh, I'm doing this other movie. He goes, okay, because I'm looking for a Kennedy. And I'm like looking at you and I'm like, maybe you should do it. Like John S. Kennedy. And he goes, yeah, yeah. So what, 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 uh, what time period? What, you know, he's like, well, it's like right during the missile crisis and all the, everything, you know, um, when his, during his presidency, I was like, uh, all these alarms going off inside me. This is, uh, I don't think you're right for this. <laughs> this is me talking right, to myself. Right, right. But I also was thinking like, well, but also, but I knew who was going to be in that cast. And oh, you I have to. Daniels, and yes. I, I was like, I can't say no, but I should say no, maybe. No, you were great. I, yeah, you were, I don't know. You were great in it. No, it's, it's great. It's fine. It's, it, thank you. And that's, you're that's great nice, in it. Nice you say it. You're great in it. And the movie is obviously a beloved movie and every, and you got to do it just to work with those people. 
yeah, that's what my logic was. For sure. But, um, and also to see if, you know, it, I would have, I would have had more apprehension if the movie was like what you were doing, which is the movie about, Kenneth. about Kenneth. Right. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have, uh, I would have said, that's very kind of you. You're all delusional. You should cast somebody else. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was fraught for me because I'm very close with Maria Shriver and okay. a lot of the, you know, wing. Are you an honorary Shriver? I'm not. Uh, there are so many fucking Shrivers you'd think that they would have opened the gates at least there. Thank you for this because now I have another to-do list, yeah. bucket list. I should be an honorary, if not Kennedy Shriver, yeah. one of them. Yeah, sure. One of them. Yes. Let's start pushing those buttons. Okay. Uh, I'm on it. You're, you're definitely more of a Kennedy Shriver than you are a, a, a Skarsgård. No, I'm uh, on it. And I'm not taking away you know, no. any, any, anything I mean, there not, either. Because you, the, you, the Skarsgårds are the Kennedys of Finland or wherever the fuck they're from. <laughs> I Scandinavia that, that, somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> but, okay. I'm going to be on that. Thank you for reminding me of that. But I, I had this moment of like, oh, I have to tell Maria I'm playing her uncle. Right. Cause they, that Cause you know, they famously do not love, love people playing. Any of it. Right. No, no, yeah. any, I've heard any of it. Yeah. And I, so I, I hadn't heard, I kept waiting for the right time, which would be no time. And, and so I kept procrastinating, procrastinating and the start dates coming up and it's, they're going to announce it. And I haven't said yeah. anything. And my wife literally at Sunday brunch, we're all like in, pajamas and she goes why don't you tell maria about kennedy uh, and i'm like the blood and maria looks just at, can't just kennedy just why don't you tell maria about kennedy not exactly the, any context no 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 no, no, no context nope. it's like the it's it's the fact that she brought it up was bad but she couldn't have brought it up in a worse way and sunday brunch sunday brunch and inescapable and so i i like fumfer my way through i mean the definition of fumfering through it because i'm not prepared i haven't thought about what i was going to say i've thought about it but i wasn't ready and i was like uh so um ridley scott uh is producing by the way ridley scott put his name on it never showed up i don't think he ever he even knows he made it ridley scott but 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 at least it was something i could say and i was like yep ridley scott's making it and it's really gonna be this and that. And she's, what's it called? I'm like, uh, TBD. (laughs) TBD. It's called killing Kennedy. (laughs) So I came home to a little gift in my bathroom the other day from our friends at Harry's to get what you want. You have to challenge the status quo and blaze your own trail. You know who challenged the status quo? Harry's. They saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry and decided they had something better to offer. So instead of charging the same old ridiculous prices, Harry's found a way to make their beautifully designed razors, and they are beautiful, for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. Exceptional products, honest prices. That's Harry's. They have the highest customer satisfaction in shaving history and a no-risk trial. Don't like your shave? No worries. It's on them. Convenient subscription options that you can cancel at any time. And Harry's also has other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors. Richly lathering, skin softening body wash and scents like redwood, wildland, and stone. 
and an extra high-quality, amazing-smelling deodorant for just five bucks. I love their stuff. I'm so impressed by Harry's products. All of it. All good. Don't settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash rob. That's harrys.com slash rob for a $3 trial set. Shopping for humans is hard. Shopping for your dog is easy. Thanks to Bark. Every month, we deliver toys and treats just for your pup. They deserve to be spoiled every month. At Bark, we send your dog a whole collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. Whether it's our fun plush toys or our ultra-tough toys from Super Chewer, we give your dog exactly what they want. And for a limited time, we will double your first box for free. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash Rob. BarkBox is so convenient and delivers straight to your door and more importantly, right to your dog. I can't wait to try out BarkBox. My dogs need their toys, particularly the chewable toys. Sign up now at BarkBox.com slash Rob for an exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's get back to petting our dogs. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been listening to Literally long enough, you'll know that I am a big believer in getting the help you need. Therapy has been a big, big, big part of my life and something I think we should be all doing as needed, just like checking the oil on your car. I've spoken about this and we all carry around different stressors, big and small. We keep them bottled in and it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get the things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Rob today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Dot com slash Rob Lowe. Did you actually tell her? I, I didn't, <laughs> I, I had to. And then she, and, and, she, and I yeah. go, but it's based on a bestselling book by who it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. Cause now I've got to uh-huh. say Bill yeah. O'Reilly. It just gets worse and worse. I mean, it could not right. have gone worse. But just when it, when uh, I think it couldn't have gone worse, I finished my spiel and she goes, well, I don't know why you'd want to do it because you'll never be as good as the real thing. <laughs> I'm like, well, this went about like I thought it would go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Uh, that's, you know, it's thanks. Was it your wife that, uh, yeah, Cheryl. Opened up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. And, uh, well, at least. She was given fair warning, right? At least that wasn't a, a surprise to her down the line. At least she did actually give her the heads up. And like brought real dignity to the whole, to, to the portrayal. Like you're, you're getting nominated for many, many awards for that performance, as you should have. Oh, thank you. So hope, hopefully that, um, you know, made it bother her less in some regard. That, that was, I would imagine that was my thing. Cause we are really in all series is super close. And my thing was like, so look, someone's going to do this part. 
might as well be me mm-hmm. because because I did right. I did actually go in there and go, mm, guys, we're we're not doing this. Let's cut this and cut like when it would, when it would cross. Look, there's his life is his life at this point. There's no misinterpretation, but I'm like we don't need to lean so heavy into you know how many interns he had in the pool. We get it. One, right, one intern right, right. in we the know. pool we, scene is perfectly fine. We don't need no, yep, yep. 17 of them and they don't need to be naked. No, no. Oh, it's right. You, know, so, you can just light, light, lightly indicate it and we'll get the, we, we know that history. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, yeah. I, I felt like I, I, I did them proud that way. Um, I don't know why you'd want to do it, but uh, what should you say? I don't know why you want to do it. Why but, would you ever want to do it? You'll never be as good as the real thing. You'll never be as good as the real thing. Right. Well, no one will. Of course. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, by the way, yeah, it was that's a tough, it was, a tough one. It was, and and I love her to death, and I she'll probably hear she's been on the show, and uh, but and we've never talked about it, but uh, it is such a rough. <laughs> it's so it's so good. It's such a great story. I can't believe that it happened, but it did. Um, I know I uh, I know what I need to talk to you about. You're in a movie that I know a lot of people have never heard of. That is, I doubt that, sir. I doubt that. Now, <laughs> yeah, it, no, well, maybe it was just me. No, this is your, when I tell you what, just when you. I tell you what movie it is, you're going to go, oh yeah, you're right. That's an underappreciated gem. This movie is one of the great, 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 great. I'm definitely not in it. No, I'm, I'm not kidding. Great, great, great. Okay. How many greats did I give? A lot. Let me give one more. Four. Okay. Here's the fifth great comedies. Do you know what movie I'm going to say? These five. You are the star of one of the great, 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 great underappreciated comedies. Underappreciated keyword. Underappreciated comedies. Uh, I'm going to try to connect the dots here, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say Detroit. Yes. Okay, dude. Um, Dude. Did you see how I sort of reverse engineered that? Yes, I love the way you did that. Um, that is uh, you, the D. Thank you. The D. Okay, people, 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 listen to me. Find it. Watch it. Ridley Scott produced Ridley it. Ridley Scott produced it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, David Bernard produced it. Who and with Mike White? Who, if you're a fan of White Lotus, White Lotus. so that's actually how I met David Bernard and um, I've done a few projects with him since. But uh, yeah, I, I, that's very nice of you to say. I had a great time on that. And I thought it was the right, the like the perfect kind of black comedy. Oh. It was it was actually kind of heartbreaking in a way. But it's definitely not what you think it is. Think it no, is and, when and that's you see the, thing, the poster. And that's the issue. Well, uh, don't get me struck. So Jared and Andy, who wrote it, wrote mm-hmm. Grinder. Yep. And, for me. Yep. Right and so Jared Paul and Eddie. So if Bobo, you like yeah. the grinder and I love myself, the grinder, you'll see the, like what the American president was to the West wing. The D train is to the grinder. And well, that is high, high praise. Dude, you're friend, so right? good. It's, Appreciate. and I, the turn in it, no one will no. ever see coming. No one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, it uh, it almost was a, a blessing and a curse because it was, I think, the greatest part of the movie. I think that was why it was so special and exciting for me to be a part of it, but also probably what confused a lot of people and, <laughs> and was ju- and, and was jarring 
I, I, I think, um, yeah, I think if you go in thinking you're going to see a buddy flick, like it's Jason Siegel and, and Seth Rogen, right. you know, you're, you're not going to see that film, which if you, if you settle and, and give the movie a shot, it's, I, I'm really proud of it. You should I'm, be. I'm, I'm not, thank you. And thank you for saying it. it's, um, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously not kidding. It's yeah. fucking spectacular. And, 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 for, and it's without a question for me, Jack Black's best work ever. And then, and he's yeah. done a lot of really good yeah. work, but for me, it's, there's nothing close. Well, I, I'm not going to argue there. I, I agree with you. I agree. With you. He's great in it. And that, that's another one that almost didn't get made. I think we were, we were waiting. Well, I mean, there were three hours before we had to go get on our flights. And I, Jack and I were like talking to each other. Going, Are we getting on this flight to shoot this film? We, they were trying to get the financing together that last minute. It was no. very low budget, very three, four, four week shoot in New Orleans and back in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, but um, I just remember reading the script. It was called Lawless. The, the script was originally called Lawless because the character's last name was Lawless God, yeah. that I play. Um, and then they decided to change it down the line. Uh, but um, can I just yeah, can I make was, you? I think that the the title hurt it, mm, and yeah, and, and I, I also think their title. I remember having that same feeling. Their title hurt the grinder. And I t- I love and I, I I love these guys dearly, but they have yeah. a title issue, a bad one. Because like gr- people what are was, like grinder. You mean like the gay app? I mean like right. No, like it ju- the grinder as an app had just exploded exploded yeah. and like rob Lowe mm-hmm. in grinder i mean you you right. kind of are hoping for one thing when you hear that let's <laughs> right. i mean let's be honest <laughs> right yeah i would uh i would i wouldn't argue with that either I, I i remember thinking what is the d train even what does that mean there's almost already you're asking them to think already oh you're asking to think too much already and then uh, on the grinder you're asking them to think too little that's right well, yeah, well, like, well said. Oh, grinder, grinder, the, the 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 dating app. Nah, I I don't know. I don't know if that's my vibe because that's sometimes the limit of people's thought. Well, for sure, it is. Um, no, well, yeah. I mean, well, we th- yeah, that's I agree. People have are have busy lives. They they don't need to. They they're not going to read the fine print on everything they buy. They like, you know, you like yeah, yeah, yeah. D train. I felt yeah, because that I, I felt like it was like it was it a was yeah. it. By the way, I'm really throwing down with obscure seventies references with you. But was it the sequel to the Taking of Pelham One Two Three, the D train? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Perhaps maybe maybe it's just meant to be a mystery. I don't. Uh, I, I, I don't. There was a reference made in the movie. Your nickname. It was his in your high yeah. school nickname or his character's high school nickname. That's what it was. Yeah, I'm sure, that's what it that's, was. That's, that's what it was. I haven't seen it in a while, but uh, I remember thinking this is just going to confuse people. The title. I'm, I'm glad, so glad you said that. Actually, because now, I'm like, yeah, I remember having that same feeling. But um, but I think the movie itself would have confused people as well. I don't know what you would have titled it. I was fine with Lawless. I like, you know, sometimes it's like. Better to just go with something and the audience think, I don't know what that means. That's right. I'm a big believer. You know? I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. It's like the hip. Let them, let them figure it out. It's the, it's the it Hippocratic Oath show business style. Mm-hmm. Number one thing in the Hippocratic Oath of doctors, first do no harm. First do no harm. Right. Yeah. Um, well, bar, yeah, too bad that they messed up on the titles because these, both of these would have been, well, the grinder, I mean, you were nominated for that as well. So I, think I, I uh, for a, for a cancel probably for a canceled series I probably <laughs> well you did a good what 22 episodes you did 22 of, of them 
and I'm yeah. I'm really proud of them. Like the DJ, hey, do a double feature. Do um do D train and a little grinder. And a little grinder. Standing and Andy Mogul, Jared Paul world. Because uh, those guys are great. Oh, they're they're so, so smart. So funny. So funny. Script was script was off the charts, original, if you, hilarious. Okay, and this is the other thing. Oh, this is a perfect segue. So Jared Paul, go on Instagram for Jared Paul. Because Jared, you know what he's obsessed with, right? Do you follow him on Instagram? He's obsessed with uh, actors who take themselves too seriously okay. and method acting. It's right? the yes. it's, Interviews. <laughs> it is the absolute... <laughs> greatest yeah. isn't it the the greatest it's a, it's a collection of jeremy strong interviews it, it is <laughs> or or i don't know who else. oh there's some great jared leto in there yeah um, yeah and anyone talking about what distress they put themselves through to get into character jared just latches onto them and puts it out there and it's so uh, any, good anyone out there any actor out there just waxing poetic about how tortured they are or how hard it all is and, and, and yes and intense the process is and um you know i i slept in a cave and for three months didn't bathe and, I've, you know, I've, never, I've never i've never been that. able to say goodbye to that character that kind of stuff <laughs> right yeah you're right it just, it just, I go home and it's still all over me. It's all over me. I, I went um, home and yeah, it was very I, hard on my <laughs> wife because she didn't, I would go home every day and I would walk in and she would go, I don't even know who you are anymore. It's like a lot of that shit. And it's so it, funny. It's amazing. It's kind of great that he's, it's kind of great that he's sending that up. You know, it's, and I get, you know, I know I don't want to get too ahead of yourself or ahead of ourselves, but to, I do a little bit of that in jury duty, but. That yeah. has always been, uh, I don't know. I mean, look, I love what I do. I, 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 I'm very serious about it. I come prepared. I want to give my best work. At the end of the day, sometimes I just go like, God, it's very, it's kind of silly what we do for a living, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of silly. And it's a little absurd. And that doesn't mean I'm taking any importance out of that by saying that. It's just, and there's many different paths to the waterfall, right? What works for me doesn't work for you. Like I actually, you know, I, I I've never done the method thing. I don't know how would know how to. Never was taught those principles. Um, and who knows? Maybe maybe I maybe I have a low ceiling no. with my ability because of it. But I, I'm also not making fun of it. I just you know it's everyone's got their process. But um, it sure is fun seeing somebody else make fun of it. Look, I look at it this way: if I'm doing a scene where I'm rescuing a drowning infant, yeah. I, I'm under no illusions. That's a very heavy, fraught thing that is meant to be taken seriously. But when I'm swimming in a pool, in a back lot of Warner Brothers, holding a dummy baby, (laughs) that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. And you have to do it 50 times (laughs) and pretend like it's the first time. Which is another problem with, with that um, style of, of approach for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. You, if you can't, like, I have to acknowledge the technical elements of what we do for a living, right? Too. Like, you do have to start over and do it for you know, 20, 30, 40 different times from different angles, the master, and then we go in for coverage and we do a, we got this raking two shot. Now you're going to do it all. I don't know. It's, it's hard. It would be hard for me to just, stay in character and be living and breathing that well, here's the thing, for 12 if, hours a day. If you're playing um, a guy who's been in prison for 40 years and you're asking every day, 
to have your lunch in the prison cell, right? Right. You already have to imagine that the the food is not delivered by a crew member. Oh. You already have to imagine <laughs> that the people who are talking about the Dodger game walking past you going to have their that they're not there or that they're guard, right. I guess you could imagine that they're guards, right? I guess. Okay. That takes a lot of work. Then then you have to imagine that probably that there's a roof over the cell because there probably isn't. There's probably lights. Then you've got to imagine that you couldn't just open the door yourself because you can. So by the time you're done imagining all that to make yourself feel like you're living in a prison cell, just go to lunch. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not that way. I've, it's never been my approach, and it just feels like it's 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 way much. It's be a lot. More, it'd be a lot more work. That's what I'm saying. And it's a lot it, more it's, work. Well, I don't know. But by design, isn't it supposed to make it feel like there's less work because you're never leaving the character? You're always there, and people are calling you by the character name. And like you said, you're you're wearing your wardrobe home. You're sleeping in it. You show up the next day. You're you know. But I'm like you said, you're just going to be constantly reminded by, okay, we're going to grace five minutes of grace in the lunch period. Okay. Can we get you, can we, please, please don't ask Marzen if he wants a bag of Cheetos. He's playing it. You know, I just, I, I don't know. I, it's, I've worked with people that do that. And, um, and you know, you just kind of let, let everybody do their own thing i get well, it but the, if it starts sort of bleeding over and interfering with everyone else and, and a lot of the guys little... and gals who do it are i love i love dear like i've gotten to know jeremy mm-hmm. strong i adore him he's the sweetest nicest yeah. worked, most of, you, you yeah, great guy Gr- worked with him years ago the greatest great guy um jared uh, let out because mm-hmm. on on jared paul's who again go to his instagram the my favorite one of all of them is the producer of uh suicide squad talking about he had a meeting with Jared and halfway through it, he realized he wasn't meeting with Jared. He was meeting with Mr. J or, or Joker okay. or that. It's just, it's right. so good. Yeah. But, yeah, but I, yeah. I, I, I don't, where did I read that you want in this vein that you want to start because all celebrities have to have to have to have some sort of booze company that you, right. that you want to do your tequila company, but, it, but it's really bad tequila. I don't really want to. I mean, it was a joke that I made to a couple of my friends. It's a great idea. And they said, you actually should do it's that. It's a great idea. <laughs> and the joke was to send up all yes. the Hollywood celebrities doing these very, not pretentious, but sort of, you know, this fancy tequila companies. And there's these beautifully shot commercials and ads on the side of liquor stores. And they're all wearing their like, espadrilles and like linen shirts and glasses and they're sipping with a beautiful vista in the background. No, no, no. no. I just saw one. I just saw one where Clooney and Randy Gerber are in the espadrilles sipping it, but in the fields with the guys picking the fucking guava or whatever the fuck it is. And I can promise you, I can promise you that's not happening. No, no. But I thought, you know, it'd be fun is to have your own tequila and just have it be the shittiest tequila you could make. Yes. And it's like $6 a bottle. It's in a plastic <laughs> container. It's got masking tape on the front. It just with tequila written on it, you know, it's, and it's targeted for college students. It's like, and shot on some shitty super eight, you know, 
I don't know. <laughs> I was like, it's probably an SNL sketch. Uh, digital short sketch, you know. But I'm in when you, but when actually, you do the, it. More people I told about it, they were like, actually, we think you should do this. Because I actually, it's like the concept of what's the water that they sell now that turned into like a billion dollar company? Liquid Death, is that it? When no, yes. no, no affiliation, no sponsor, whatever. But it's, it's basically water in a can that looks like it's an energy drink or an alcoholic beverage. I just had one. And they're just branding water. Oh, are they sponsors no, of your No, show? I just had some. I did, a, I did a, some, some podcast the other day, and they gave it to me. And I, I felt, got, honestly, okay. I felt super uncomfortable drinking it. I was like, ew, I would never drink anything. But just water. But, I, but, but it's, it's a huge, it's a huge hit. People are buying it. I don't know why, but it's to, so that you can stand there and look like you're actually drinking something that's not water. Or, or are people just buying it because they're like, that's a clever idea. From a bone, and I'm going to buy one and drink my water this way instead of out of a plastic. I don't know. I don't know. But so, well, have you ever seen? Kind of, have you ever of, seen at my 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 buddy Adam Scott's things he used to do, where he would take old television show opening credits and recreate them frame by frame by frame with him and no. some. Oh, they're amazing. No, I know Adam, and it. Um, but uh, I got. Why do I not know? It's called it's called the great. Wait, so you would reimagine the opening title like uh, Hardcastle and McCormick? Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm talking shot for shot exactly, but it's him and <laughs> some other hilarious person doing it. <laughs> and they spent all this time, what a great idea, all this time and money. I mean, in yeah. weeks and weeks. Simon and Simon. Simon and Simon. No, I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah, that's <right>. exactly it. <laughs> Oh, how have I not seen this? And this is, they're so funny. So but w- if you do it, let, we'll recreate the George Clooney, Randy Gerber matching. There we go. Matching Harley Davidson's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, with the, go- with the goggles and like well, ascots kind of flipping in the wind. Oh, and I'm so there. And just the magic hour light coming over the, the, uh, the agave. The question is, are you George <laughs> Clooney to my Randy Gerber or am I Randy Gerber to your George Clooney? And by the way, I'm good with either one. Ah, uh, listen. Um, I'm not. Should we good vote with it? Should we, one. should we put it out um, to a vote? Uh, uh, let the fans decide. Uh, sure, let's let them decide. But I'm telling you right now, there's no way you're not Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be. Now that it gets Gerber, but uh, how about this? How about we develop a movie? Um, like I loved Air. Air was a great movie. You seen Air yet? I've not seen you know, it. The Ben Affleck, Nike, yeah. Air Jordan. Yes. Yep, yep, no, it's, not it's, seen it yet. It's amazing. And okay. do that, a movie in that feel, but instead of the, the um, origin story of the Air Jordan, it's the origin story of Casamigos. <laughs> I'm in. If you're thinking about doing some home remodeling, check out Window World. Go to windowworld.com and check out their Windows Inspiration Guide. The guide is a dream book of page after page of beautiful windows. It's not just about how good they look. These beauties earned the Good Housekeeping Seal and Energy Star Certification. Go to windowworld.com to schedule your free consultation. Tell them you heard about it here on Literally with me, Rob Lowe, Window World, America's exterior remodeler. Looking for a sparkling clean bathroom without so much hassle? Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner is here to revolutionize your cleaning future. Just spray today, rinse 
tomorrow. And voila, enjoy a sparkling clean shower and tub without any scrubbing. It's the secret to a hassle-free clean bathroom that many are discovering. With over 33,000 five-star reviews, Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner has proven its effectiveness on shower glass, fixtures, tiles, and more, ensuring everything shines with minimal effort. This product has gained a loyal following thanks to its once-a-week application that makes it a standout in the cleaning aisle. Join the ranks of satisfied users who enjoy more me time and less clean time with Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner, available at Amazon, Lowe's, Menards, Home Depot, and Ace Hardware. It's the perfect choice for anyone wanting to simplify their cleaning routine. Don't miss out on a chance to transform your bathroom cleaning with just one application a week. Pick up a bottle of Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner today and join the thousands who've already made the switch to Effortless Clean. Hey, listeners. Ever have trouble getting someone on the phone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person any time, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm in with the, with just dripping with conviction yes. and, 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 and sincerity. And now, you know what? We actually have I'm some good it. ideas in this, this podcast. I, I, uh, how, how quick would Jared Paul and Andy Mogul write, write that movie? How fast do you think? They would write it immediately. And how quick would we be the ones to take over the titling process? Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Well, the great news is this one you don't fuck up because it's got to be called Casamigos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's got to be called cats, but with, maybe there's a play on word there with Migos. So, yeah. Do you think it was like? Uh, well, do you think it was like? Um, what would it have been? It would have been during the making of the of a perfect storm. I'm getting my fake beard applied at Warner Brothers. <laughs> Trying to look like a fisherman, right? East Coast fisherman. Right? Oh yeah, I'm doing my best. Working the wharf. Working the yeah, wharf. Just doing yeah. my oh, yeah. my common man shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, and I, th- I, and I you call you on one of those Motorola flip phones, <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, Randy, what are Love you that. doing?" And then we cut to you, and you're like putting assorting bottles on a lit wall at a closed down <laughs> bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, "I have, yeah. I have an idea." Cue hot music. Yeah, and sort of yeah. the rest is history. Yeah. The rest is history. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I think people would uh, pay to see that. I do. We need to start making. We need to make a few of these, I think. There um, could be a lot of these. I would love, love to say. Yeah, I don't know where. I think I, I mentioned that because uh, it was one of those things where you ever get in trouble where you, 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 you throw stuff out to your friends and it's just your, you know, yeah. your pals. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that'd be fun to do that. And, uh, and then all of a sudden you're doing an interview. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you're, you're being, whatever you're saying is being immortalized <laughs> on, right? <laughs> right? Well, it's going to outlive you. And then, and then it's in the press and like Marzen wants to start a shitty tequila company to, to lampoon all the other celebrities who are 
uh, doing it seriously. But listen, you're you're uh, you're an equal opportunity lampooner like me. Like mm-hmm. like I'll go after people because I go after myself worse than anybody else does. You 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 in it's the most fun in jury duty. You're doing an, an iteration of yourself. That is that is the most fun I can have. Just making fun of myself. Same. Yes, I, I, I'm doing that uh, to the nth degree in jury duty. And yes, I'm not that guy in real life, but there's there's parts of me that want to be that guy in real life yeah. occasionally. Which what it's what I imagine that Larry David feels on Curb. That's right. Which is, oh, these are the things I want to say, but I can't really say. But I'm going to say it through this character that I'm playing. So to be given permission to to be as unsavory and <laughs> and, and and self self centered and and uh, just petulant, douchey Hollywood brat was so much fun for me. Because we've um, because we've seen them and know them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we and we. We we love them, but we also love to see them fail as well. So it's fun to see this version of me fail in his all of his endeavors in jury duty, trying to get people to pay attention to him, to ask him about the script that he's reading. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so like good. All conversations need to come back of to him, of course. You know, but like it's thinly veiled behind like. A, a, a really forced ass, ass ability like he's trying to be like the likable good guy like how lucky are you guys to be doing jury duty with me i'm just but hey i'm my feet are on the ground i'm a normal dude and then all of a sudden you know you see the the, the uh the side effects of being uh, of his ego being coddled for 25 years he's not surrounded by his entourage well, that he's and, usually and I'm surrounded sure by he would tell you as a character it's just it's so debilitating to have everything that you want. <laughs> That's another another bit I love to do on set. Too. Like, I don't think people really understand. I know this sounds ridiculous coming out of my mouth, but at the end of the day, I don't know that people truly, truly understand how difficult it is to be an actor. <laughs> I don't think people know the what when we wake up in the morning are is it gonna be there that little flame that's inside us where just the lightest little breeze comes by and can knock it my coffee's a little lukewarm for me to see that up for me just a little bit yeah um you <laughs> no, know that's just it. like that's the move of moves that's, is the best right you never yeah. get tired i i never ever get tired of going to that particular well yeah well that's i mean that's why you're as good a guy as you are like i don't know you got to be able to laugh do it's we're so lucky you know we're I'm so so lucky to be doing i thought i moved out here from oklahoma in 2000 and night 2000 1993 uh and the hope was i'd still be sitting here working and getting to sit here and talk to you and and discuss my most recent project but i didn't know it was going to happen i probably if i was a betting man i would have said it probably wouldn't be here 30 years later doing it but um but it's it's worked out and and i think there's something about having your feet firmly planted on the ground that i actually being from oklahoma helped me with i was never it was it was always i don't know i i knew i was not the only pebble on the beach right my whole my whole life right right? and and uh i don't know i feel like i was aware of the um the potential left turn I could take if I started to believe the hype a little too much or let it go to my head or your ego gets too inflated and all of that. And I don't know. I think there's something about like, again, 
I'm, I, I, I want to be great in everything I do. I take it very seriously, but I also like, you know, it's very silly what we, what we do well, sometimes well, it's, when you look at it. It's this thing is about um, it, the thing. The thing is, is like you, one should take their work seriously, but not themselves. Yeah. I think that's it. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the distinction to and, me. And, yes. and, and I think that there are people that, well, I do not think, obviously there are, ob- could be more obvious that there are people that want you to know how serious they are because they're afraid that you won't be able to see the work in a serious light. Right. That has to be, yeah. a, that, that's the only explanation. Yeah. 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 I, I, mean, I agree. I agree. And I think that with comedy, especially, I, I just, like you just said, you said, I've always loved being in that lane where I'm making fun of myself. Yeah. And I, I feel like this says a lot about someone's character as well. Well, going back, and go, going back to JFK for a minute, mm-hmm. I'm sure you yeah. looked at those press conferences that he, that he used to have. Of course. Dude, yeah. no one was more self-deprecating than President Kennedy. And people yeah. loved him for it. He was so, yeah. char- my, my, my Kennedy, I, I found this clip. I had them put all kinds of shit into the script that wasn't there because I just knew all these little juicy things. And they, somebody says he's, it's Kennedy telling the story of PT 109 and somebody, and, mm-hmm. and it's Kennedy saying, somebody asked me how I became a war hero. And I said, I had nothing to do with it. They just sunk my boat. Right. Right. And it's the other (laughs) version was surviving. The other version is the version that the self-important actors will tell, which is, you know, there are nights when I wake up and I see those men floating in the water and I think to myself, how can I honor them? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) uh, that's a great source of comedy though. It's so much <laughs> fun to play that guy. Yes. To be given permission to be that guy. Oh, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a fertile, fertile ground for comedy. Yes. If you're if you as a human being, if someone's going to sit there and shower you with praise, I'm not going to be like, I, I've actually had to work on saying, thank you. That's the nice thing for you to say. Right. That's very kind of you to say, you know, I, I, I to the, to the, to, to a fault, I would, I would, wet and and nah, I, I suck and blah, you know just like make nothing out of it when someone's just trying to give you a compliment here's my 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 that, bit my bit on that what i've observed over the years i have you seen this thing yet where people who are clearly egomaniacs and they've worked on it as well to 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 be faux humble right yes here's the tell this do you want to know what the tell is what when they give you the namaste hands, when they, when they say it, <laughs> yeah. when they, when, when, when the namaste hands come at you, unless you're a monk <laughs> and you're, unless you're a, here, unless you're above 10,000 feet in elevation, when people hit you with the namaste hands, they're full of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That is faux. That is, that is, that is, you could argue that that is as affected as you can get. <laughs> That's almost more affected than, um, than the person who's, you know, talking about, um, all the sleep that he lost over the last 
three months of uh, of uh, um, sleep deprivation to get into character for this role. You know, all the things, all the the, the suffering that he went through to get into character. Well, you would argue, I could argue that that's even more effective than that. I remember the, um, remember the first, yeah. my first movie was The Outsiders and it was Coppola. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of that kind of thing flo- floating around. And little, little Tommy Howell, C. Thomas Howell played Ponyboy. He was all of 15. And the sweet, I just yeah. loved him so much. And there was one scene we were going to do after the rumble, I think. And the theory was we'd all been up all night. So Tommy decided he was going to be up all night. And okay. We came to the shoot the next day and all he did was fall asleep during his coverage. That's the only thing that he, he literally right. fell asleep during it. That was right. it. Right. Right. There are practical things that um, are going to prevent you from, from, uh, because you want to just recreate that scenario, right? Like, okay, I want to, how do I put myself in this? I know the scene very well. The rumble, the rumble ain't a rumble without me. Yes. The villain comes run, running in, of course. One of the great ad-libs. Uh, but you want to, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, was that really Matt Francis let let Matt get away with murder? Francis was it was in love with Matt. He was in really? love with Matt Dillon. I think he thought Matt Dillon was James Dean. Yeah, and yeah. and I, I can remember he's running from the police. It's it's an elaborate night exterior. It's taken six hours to set up. He has mm-hmm. a squib. And these are the days when the squibs were really, really like they weren't like there are now where you can just throw them on. It was a, and it was bare chested. So it had to be a prosthetic and a squib underneath it and a whole yep. like schmagilla. Sh- and the yep. sun was going to come up. We were going to have one crack at this and Matt action. We all come running down. There's no dialogue. Matt's supposed to get shot. And that's what it happens. No, no, no. Matt ad libs. You'll never take me alive. <laughs> Let's the squib go. I thought it was the worst ad lib I've ever heard. It's in. Is that in the movie? It's in the movie. It's in the movie. You'll never take me alive. We take another hour, and the the light's perfect. The light's fleeting. You're gonna have it for five minutes, and you don't have time to do it again. I think Francis thought he got it one take. I think he thought he thought he he was fine with the ad lib. He loved it. You'll never take me alive. Like. What is he? Who's he? Edward yeah, G. He Robinson? James Cagney? Or Red James Cagney? Right. This is like, come and get me, cop. This is like public enemy. I, I just remember I didn't know anything. I was, I was 17 years old. I, but even at 17, I was like, whoa, I wouldn't have. Oh, that, that I don't movie, know if I could have done boy, I mean, I remember seeing that. I saw that. One of the movies that I saw the most growing up, and that, um, yeah, I must have seen it a, a dozen times for sure. Well, you're but, all from um, Oklahoma. It was in Tulsa. It was your, yeah, was your home place in Tulsa. Yeah, absolutely. It was your home thing. And um, I think that was one of the reasons why we I think we were watching it in high school. Like we were watching it in class. Yeah. We were meant to read the book and then watch the movie in class. Um, but uh, yeah, that was like the people in that movie. Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, Matt Dillon, C. Thomas Swayze. Uh, Swayze. Um, Ralph Macchio. Uh, Ralph Macchio. I mean, it was, it was like, that was, I would say that was one of the movies I've early on. I was like, man, it'd be great to be an actor. Right. That'd be so much fun. Right. I'm not sure I'm as good looking as those people, but. Oh, don't get a, me started now. <laughs> give me a, did you, that's another did, if you were a superhero, your name would be the chiseler because of your cheekbones. You could chisel <laughs> your, your thing. If you do Marvel, you're the chiseler. And like when, like there's like diamonds that, that, that need to be, mm-hmm. you just chisel. Yeah. yeah. You just chisel. Mm-hmm. So, hey, 
we don't, who needs Jared, Jared Paul and Andy Mogul for a title? The chiseler. The, 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 James Marsden the is. That's what the grinder should have been called. The chiseler. <laughs> chiseler. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. call you up when I do my, my, my pretty boy superhero movie. I want to do, I want to do, yeah. I actually do want to do a, a pretty boy superhero movie where it's like Zac Efron, uh-huh. me, you, Stamos tries to get into it, That's but we it. won't let him. Uh, <laughs> and their, and their powers are all, um, uh, vanity related. Yes. Right. They're all, they're, they're all like, I, uh, like, as- like aesthetics. for me, hair mousse comes out of my eyes. <laughs> 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 someone's got yeah <laughs> like someone's got clippers wh- like beard clippers zach, when zach zach pulls up his shirt and reveals his abs and people are turned to stone there yeah turned to stone. <laughs> and so one of the characters has a mask but the mask is just one of those overnight face masks. that's right uh hydrating face masks. hydrating <laughs> i don't know if I don't know what they're paying. The hydrator. They're, they're, Somebody would be the no, hydrator. No, Whoever has the best skin of all of us. And then I want though, and I, it would lull, lull people to sleep when they touch. And it. then I have the, I want like, remember Scavulo, the way he used to shoot people in the seventies, the, the photographer. It's very like, it's a very specific type of Scavulo, glossy Vaseline okay. lensed hair, hair blowing. Sort oh, of like, this like, like, like Dave LaChapelle. Like share like those, like, like mm-hmm. I want us to be all shirtless with our hair blowing and maybe yeah. it looks like we're all wearing lip gloss, but you can't really tell. Like that's it's what a, I want. It, right. It's, it's as if, uh, Zoolander mm. or, or the super, superhero. Yes. Very much so. Right. That's, that's kind we've of, got a, we've got a lot think, of stuff we need to work on. Needs it. I can't wait to work with you. We have, uh, we have a lot of things to, to do. I know. Can't we, <laughs> we make this we happen? We have our, our tequila spoof. Oh my God. And, uh, and, um, yes, we need to, we'll, we need to make the, we'll, the, the, the handsome man. Uh, super, I, I had the idea of, I wanted to make a superhero because nowadays everything's so CGI and you're just on a stage and you could be anywhere and just surrounded by green screen. And you don't even have to be athletic anymore to be a superhero. You can, you know, I want to make a superhero movie with the greatest actors, uh, like all of our heroes that are that are getting up there in age in their eighties and nineties, Jack Nicholson, all I want to make an old, old person's superhero movie where you don't discover your power in adolescence. That's actually in the golden years of your life. It's all true. Actually, it's all actually true. Yeah. And I don't know what those powers would be, but not to do it in a goofy way and actually like, well, that's a, I don't know. that's an actual like great idea. Mo- I mean, if, if, you know, I mean, if all of the older ladies can do whatever 80 for Brady, right. You can do this. Yeah. Movie. yeah. And it's not, you're not going to see, you know, uh, Morgan Freeman and tights flying over a no, city no, no. or anything, but their powers are going to be unique, but they're going to be something that's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like there's, there's an idea lurking in there, oh, there somewhere. Oh, there is, 100%. And, Why? And all, and all, they all get their, their powers from a, a, a retirement home that they all live in, and it's, it's, it's passed through, through STDs. It's the retirement all home. they do there. It's, that's, <laughs> dude, it's like, I don't it's know. It's like Cocoon. A little bit like, yeah, a little bit like yeah. Cocoon. But you could be actually do it in a moving way where it's, it's fun for a second, but it doesn't get like, 
Betty White in a with a cape, no. you know, you know, say karate chopping someone in the no, grocery no, no, store. I get it's, it totally. It's actually interesting what what these abilities are right before they die. I don't know. I think there's a it's just something there. But um but first things first. First things first. Um the the, the men who don't age superheroes. So much fun yes. stuff for you for us. And they can't be bothered to to uh to go and thwart ne'er do wells because they're just too busy looking at each other and fixing each other's well you, you know, well the gray hairs it's the it's instead of kryptonite here's the here's the here's the <laughs> twist instead of kryptonite what their kryptonite is are mirrors because <laughs> if there's a mirror it actually freezes them yeah like they, a deer in they can't look away from it see mm, yeah yeah <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, viewer, uh, hey, listen, listeners, demand it. Demand it. I agree. I agree. You should have a poll. You should ask your listeners. I know people in show business first. listen to this podcast. Somewhere there is a there's somebody do. at a studio. Just steal the idea. Mm-hmm. I don't need the. I don't need the, the the credit. We don't need the credit. Just just make it happen. We just need to see it. We need to see it, and we want to be in it. Somebody knows Kevin Feige. They need new because new blood yeah. over there. Marvel. Yeah. Because we're not always going to look like this. Except kidding, we are. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Nancy> him <will> go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, Marzen, uh, this is so fun. I really appreciate you coming on. D train so much. Uh, there's a lot of homework for the audience in this particular podcast. There's a lot of things that they need to go in and 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 check up on, which I like. But I, I appreciate I, appreciate those shout outs because those are good ones. Those are good recommendations. No, for sure. I'm I, and I don't know. I'm usually trying to steer people away from my work. I, uh, vice versa. I I uh, <laughs> same. But but this is there was a lot of good stuff in this, and I hope people um take 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 it seriously and go do your thing. But you you're you're the best, man. This is great. Yeah, great chatting with you after all these years. Now I get to sit and, and see you in person, and let's do it again. All right, just one more thing before we end today's episode. Let's check the lowdown line. Hello, you've reached literally in our lowdown line where you can get the lowdown on all things about me, Rob Lowe. 323-570-4551. So have at it. Here's the beep. Hi, Rob. This is Diane calling from New Hampshire. I'm calling because I just recently finished watching 911 Lone Star and really enjoyed the guest star series uh, arc with your brother, Chad. And I was just wondering uh, what that was like for you to play such an emotional um, and often difficult storyline with your brother. I know he's an actor, too. And so I was wondering, was it a ton of fun or was it difficult because of the subject matter? Uh Thanks for your podcast. I really enjoy it and look forward to the next one. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, by the way, that that season finale this year on Lone Star, um, I'm really proud of. Uh, that's it was extremely hard hitting and 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 um, it pulled no punches. And I'm very happy when when the show gets to do that. Um, it was it was super hard with my brother because you know you're you're I don't want to give it away for people who haven't seen it but what we went through together and and having it be my brother um it brings up stuff about mortality and our own father and his age and 
saying goodbye to people and family trauma and, and, and all of that stuff. Uh, my aunt, and what, but really more than anything, what the experience was like for me was reminding me what a fantastic actor my brother is. He's just, he's just amazing. And his facility as an actor is very different than mine. Um, and, and so I, I admire it a ton. He was just great on it. And I'm, and I'm really glad that, that you, uh, enjoy it. It's funny. Enjoy isn't the right word because it was so intense, but that it affected you and, um, and moved you, um, is awesome. And I'm really glad that people, um, have responded the way they have to, um, the end of the season and next season is going to be even better. So thank you for, for watching and listening. Wow. This is a great way to wrap. It's been a great season. Thank you guys, by the way, all for listening. I love doing this so much. And that was a great one to end with. I feel like it kind of has the best of everything we try to do. A little unexpected, super, he's so funny. And I, I didn't know him before this. A lot of times, as you guys know, it's people I've known forever. And that's the, kind of the fun of it is I'm dragging shit out of them that only I know. But every once in a while, it's fun to, to meet up with somebody who you feel like we should have met earlier. And this is one of those. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for this season. I'm super excited about uh, the next season, which I'm back for more fun and games coming your way. So stand by for that. And in the meantime, go enjoy your lives. And I will see you next time here on Literally. You've been listening to Literally with Rob Lowe, produced by me, Nick Liao, with help from associate producer Sarah Begar, researched by Alyssa Grawl. The podcast is executive produced by Rob Lowe for Low Profile, Adam Sachs, Jeff Ross, and myself at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Stitcher. Booking by Deirdre Dodd, music by Devin Bryant. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Literally with Rob Lowe. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.